Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Welcome, filmmakers. Welcome to today's show. I want to specifically talk to you about marketing or rather the marketability of your film project. The big question that I think you need to ask yourself is, first of all, how do you come up with marketable content and what are some ways that you can vet an idea before you spend a whole lot of time and effort trying to bring this idea to fruition only to find out that maybe it's not such a good idea after all? Now, if you've been listening to filmmaking stuff for any length of time, you might assume Uh, that, you know, sometimes I have a lot of certainty about what will and will not work in the marketplace. But in truth, I really subscribe uh, to the famous quote by William Goldman. He wrote a book called Adventures in the Screen Trade. And I really think you should read that book. Above all, you know, it's just a classic that should be something that you've read because a lot of people in the film industry have read it. So anyway, his quote is, William Goldman's quote is, nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. And what does he mean by that? Well, if you look at what the studios have been trying to do since the existence of the star system, it's all about trying to package a film in such a way that you're going to get the most audience. You're going to get the most success at the box office. Now, we know that on some level, if you create a film and you put Tom Cruise in it, and then suddenly you say, well, what can we add to this package with Tom Cruise? I don't know, let's remake The Mummy, right? Well, now you have this film that you think is going to like just hit it out of the park. You got Tom Cruise, you got a well-known entity, and yet, and yet, for whatever reason, despite everybody's best intention, sometimes these films don't work out the way you'd hoped. Another recent example of that is Han Solo, who would have known that a Star Wars movie would be somewhat mediocre in the box office. Now, granted, I've looked at those numbers and they're still pretty significant, but you understand where I'm coming at when I talk about these things. So I I think it's safe to say that in agreement with William Goldman, I I don't know. I don't know whether or not your film is going to be successful when you reach the marketplace. But what I do know is there's some things you can do that are best practices to at least kind of push you in a direction that perhaps you'll increase your probability of success. And what are those things? Well, the names in your film. Who's in your film? You don't have any major names. You can't afford Tom Cruise. Totally get it. Okay, what about the social media star that has millions, if not hundreds of thousands of followers? You think you could find a few of those? Oh, you can't? Well, what about the newscaster in your hometown who always wanted to be an actor? And now you put that person in your film. Now, again, I'm talking solely about cast and I'm talking about names, but when you think about cast, or or for those of you making a documentary, the people you profile in your film that have some clout in their own subject matter, when you put these projects together and, and you populate them with this type of cast, the reason you're doing that, the reason the studios do that is you're trying to glom on to somebody else's notoriety in the hopes that some of that's going to brush on to your film. Uh, again, it's a marketing expense paid up front. So, so these are some of the things you can think about. You can try to get some sort of cast that has some sort of clout that when you go to market, 
these people can actually reach out to their own audience and say, hey, you should check out my next film, right? Click the link below to buy now. So, so the cast is one thing. Um, but if you don't have any names and, and you already have a film that you're looking to bring to market, then the next thing is like controversy. You know, what is it about your film? What is it about your story that, that really grabs people? And I'm not talking about the things that, you know, people agree with or the things that everybody disagrees with. I'm talking about trying to find the middle ground between agreement and disagreement, the conflict, the polarization of your film. These are the types of things that spark word of mouth. And word of mouth is good. You know, whenever you look at comments on your trailer or these types of things, if there's no comments, if nobody's talking about it, you know, at that, t at that point, I would say go back and cut another trailer because you're not quite hitting the mark, right? So what's your point of view? What's your strong element? Is there some sort of controversy that you can dig into? And, and finally, I want to talk to you about genre. I get so many emails from filmmakers all the time and, and they're like, Jason, I have the greatest idea for a film. It's the greatest thing. You've never seen anything like it. Everybody, their mom, their dad, their sister, their uncle, their third cousin twice removed from the grandfather. I don't know. The point is they're trying to say that everybody on earth is going to appeal to this. And, and my usual response to that is, that's great. You've told me a lot about how this film is going to appeal to everybody. But let me ask you a question. What genre does this film fit into? And suddenly it's a little bit of crickets. Well, it could be any genre. It's every genre. It's, it's everything for everybody. And, and here's the marketing adage that I want you to keep in mind. It's everybody is nobody and niches will make you riches, right? Everybody is nobody, but it is niches that will make you riches. And, and so if you think about it through that lens, going back to what I said at the very beginning, how do you vet an idea to find out whether or not it's marketable? You know, if it doesn't fit into a genre, that means that when you're out on the Google Play, for example, you get your film up on Google Play, your film has to fit into some sort of box. And if it doesn't fit into that box, you've done yourself a disservice. And frankly, you've done your audience a disservice because how the heck are they ever going to find you? Anyway, I, I know that, you know, some of this is a little bit wah, wah, wah. You know, it's kind of wonky stuff. But I want you to start thinking about this as you're making your film, you know. Uh, is it possible for you to get some names? If you can't afford the, the A-list Hollywood star, can you get some social media stars? If you can't get the social media stars, can you get the people that are notorious in your hometown? So that when you go to market, you at least have those people who have your back that's, that's helping you promote and then also, and just as importantly, what is the genre for your film? Have you, do you have a well-defined genre, right? And, and in that whole ecosystem, do you have a polarizing subject matter, a topic that, that's remarkable, that's going to spike and, and start some sort of word of mouth? These are the best things that you can do. You know, everybody in every industry that's trying to create a service or a product I, I can't, I, I've met a lot of entrepreneurs, I've met a lot of filmmakers, and I don't think anybody goes into any project thinking that they're creating a mediocre project. Yet at the end of the day, you know, you can, you can try to make the best project you can, but the marketplace might decide otherwise. Of course, to end on a high note, there's just as many crazy films out there that are terrible, that the execution is terrible, and yet they do well. Um, and if you'd like to do some, some research this weekend, I recommend you check out Birdemic, which is fantastically 
mm, kind of bad. And uh, how about the movie The Room? You know, from Tommy Wasu. You probably saw uh, Hollywood's uh, sort of remake of the making of, if you will. But these are two examples of films that, you know, probably shouldn't have gotten the appeal that they got just based on execution, story, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and especially cast. And yet we're talking about them. So anyway, uh, food for thought. Hope this was uh, valuable to you. I'm always interested in hearing from you. Uh, you can you can email me, Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. Again, Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. And if you're new here, I highly recommend you get on the Filmmaking Stuff newsletter as soon as possible. And you can you can access that uh, next time you're in front of a computer or, or your phone. Go to filmmakingstuff.com forward slash subscribe. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.